T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. On the Billiken Sports Network from Learfield, welcome to the Billiken Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Billiken Athletics. Life is a series of moments. Make the most of them with an Edward Jones financial advisor. No good. Now, the Billiken Basketball Radio Show. Coming to you live courtside at Chaffetz Arena. Tom Ackerman with you. Great to be along with you live at Chaffetz Arena during SLU women's basketball practice. What a great opportunity to see the team performing live here. And they will be here on Wednesday at 11 a.m., a game against George Mason as the Billikens are coming off a great win, just a tremendous win on Saturday night. Beating Fordham 87-84, 33 points from Kyla McMakin. Tremendous performance all around. 23 from Brooke Flowers to go along with 10 rebounds. And a great effort by Julia Martinez, who had double figures in assists and rebounds. The Billikens won that game 87-84, setting up this game against George Mason on Wednesday. And then Friday night, oh boy. The SLU men taking on VCU here at Chaffetz for a fight for first place in the Atlantic 10. But first things first, they have a game tomorrow on the road at Fordham. It is a good time to be a Billiken. SLU tied for first in the Atlantic 10 until VCU lost on Saturday. And that puts SLU in first place by a half game over VCU, setting up a... Heck of a game here at Chaffetz on Friday night. I mean, what a scene that is going to be for a 6 o'clock start. But, again, got to get that win tomorrow against a good Fordham team. SLU knows that, and we know it as well, and we'll be following along here on the Billiken Radio Network. So let's set up the hour for you. In just a few moments, we're going to hear my interview with SLU coach Travis Ford. A visit with him at length about his team and everything that's happened since that win at Davidson. On Friday, first team Slew's ever, first time Slew has beaten Davidson on the road. They did that at Belk on Friday night, and then they have this game at Fordham on Tuesday. We'll also hear from Slew coach Rebecca Tillett. She is here with her team practicing right at this moment. We'll hear from her as soon as this practice is over at about 6.45. We'll talk to Coach Tillett. We'll run through everything that's happened with these two programs and get you updated on SLU basketball. The men and the women both winning over the weekend. Tom Ackerman with you alongside engineer Jim Jackson. Our producer in our St. Louis studios is Matt Pajeski. And this is SLU basketball coach Travis Ford with me, 
discussing the latest win over Davidson. Well, thanks, Tom. Good to be with you. It, uh, it was a, a good road win. Um, you know, on, on national television on Friday night, uh, in a place that's uh, given us trouble. You know, obviously, we've had a tough time uh, over there, and really proud of the team. Total team effort. Uh, you know, you had the Javon Pickett clip there. He really, really played well for us. Uh, I thought Yuri did a great job of managing the game. Um, you know, there were swings within the game. And I thought Yuri just did a great job of managing uh, and having great poise throughout the game, getting guys shots where they needed them. But a really good road victory. Yeah, really nice win. And I know Davidson is a 500 team going into that. And with a record of three and five in the league, that would tell me they probably want that even more. I mean, they'd probably be an even tougher opponent for you. And there's no uh, cupcake in the A-10, especially when you play at Davidson. That is one of the great places in college hoops. No, you're right. It, it you know you could throw records out. They had come. They were just come off a big road victory, uh, and it was sold out Friday night. They announced a sellout crowd there. Um, you know it was a big game uh, for both of us. But you know you're always trying to put your best foot forward when you're on national television, especially the home site. And they packed it out. Their students were right there by the bench, and boy, they were uh, boisterous and saying some. Uh, some 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 crazy stuff, and uh, they were right there, and it was uh, it was a hard fault. It was a very intense game. I don't know how much I haven't you know talked to a few people. They, you know didn't know if you could feel it through the TV or what, but it was a really intense game from beginning to end. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can, and and you know, I love smaller venues like that a place holds yep. 44 4500 and just right. gets loud and nasty yeah. you know yeah. that's well, fun it was stuff. nasty <laughs> that's a good word for it they were nasty <laughs> i'm sorry you have to experience that but yeah. uh, but still you know it's that's one of those where you just get through it and here's the other thing is you came out hot in the first half you hit your first eight shots from the floor first four from three uh, did you know that it was going to be like that. I mean, do you see something in the shoot around that tells you that things are good? Do you, do you get that indication? No, not really through shoot around. I will say this. We, there was some things on film that we had studied that we thought we could kind of exploit, uh, early, uh, and then teams start to make adjustments, but, uh, we were able to do, you know, notice a few things on film and attack a few areas and a few people and do certain things that our guys did a great job of. The only problem with that, Tom, we scored our first eight, but I think we were still only up one or two. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't guarding anybody on the other end. They were scoring the exact same amount as we were. Yeah, and they had the lead at halftime, too. What did you do in the second half? What was the adjustment? How did you uh, finally overtake them? Well, the biggest thing was, again, and we're trying to study this over the last day or so, we found ourselves in extreme foul trouble. You know, we ended the half, the last four minutes, we ended it with Yuri on the bench, Javante on the bench, Francis uh, was on the bench, um, and then one other guy, I can't it might have been TJ, I can't remember. We had four guys with two fouls, uh, and three of those, I think, had them at about the seven-minute mark. So we had to play the last five, six, seven minutes of the first half, um, you know, without uh, without, you know, some starters in there. But we were able to, you know, 
just be down four, uh, you know, so that wasn't bad. We thought if we get everybody back in the second half, stay out of foul trouble, we did think at halftime talking about it. Once we get everybody going, everybody playing together, we thought we would make a run at it. Uh, and, we, and that's kind of the difference. Yuri got to play, you know, the whole second half. Javante really made some big buckets in the second half, and he got two fouls with a lot, I think, eight and a half minutes to go in the first half, so he didn't play the rest of the half. Um, so he got to play and really started making some big shots. Uh, Francis, you know, was, Francis probably could have had 20, but we couldn't keep him out of foul trouble except for the second half. We were able to just, uh, you know, put a, you know, apply a little bit more pressure uh, and a, and we're able to go at him a little bit more offensively. We only had, I think, 30 points at halftime, something around there. Yeah, and he scored, uh, Okoro did, eight points in 18 and a half minutes. That's all he was able yeah. to play, as you mentioned, because of his four fouls. Perkins had four fouls. You mentioned that as well. Uh, you were able to get a Yuri Collins special, a double-double. He does it again, and the Billikens get that win by a final uh, of 74 to 70. So you've now won six in a row. You're 7-1 and one in the Atlantic 10. I you, I heard you talking about Davidson's home court advantage and and all that stuff, and I started thinking about the VCU game. But hold on, there's another game here. You've got one at Fordham. How good is Fordham, Travis Ford? Well, I, I'll say it's not the Fordham we all know uh, of lately, and uh, uh, not even close. They wouldn't even resemble it. Um, this team is 17 and four, uh, has won four in a row in conference play, and three of those were on the road. Uh, I think that should say enough. They are. I've been watching film on them all day today and yesterday, and uh, extremely uh, talented team. Got some really good score. Got a transfer from Georgia Tech at the four spot. Uh, got them out of the transfer portal. Who's had 30 points yesterday? He's averaging about 16 points a game for them. Has changed their team uh, immensely because the big physical presence at the four and can score. Uh, they play, uh, they're, they're going to junk up the defense. They're going to play all kinds of gimmick defenses uh, and, and a lot of pressure, but they're going to go what's called a, a, a tandem in three, where they'll put three guys guarding your best shooters and put the other two in a tandem in the zone. Uh, they'll go box and one. They'll do a little bit of everything. Uh, and and it's, 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 you know, it's been working. Uh, been very, very impressive to watch them on tape. Uh, they've got a big kid inside uh, from Ukraine, uh, from Kaviv, Ukraine, who is starting at the five spots, a really talented 6'10", 6'11", young man that can score with his right or left hand. So, yeah, we, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got a great, great challenge Tuesday night uh, at Fordham. Tandem and three. I'm gonna write that down. I might try to use yeah. it. I might use a tandem and three today uh, yeah. for our game this afternoon. Uh, I like that. So this Fordham, t- and that's the thing is that you'll have guys like me on the air hyping up this game on Friday night. VCU, let's go. You know, get out there, get your popcorn. VCU, VCU, and the players are. Yeah, you know, they're on social media. They hear all that stuff. It, it's obviously the coaching staff's job to continue to focus on the task at hand and that's Fordham but it doesn't sound like that's been much of an issue I mean you've talked earlier in the season about this team being focused they look pretty focused uh right now yeah they have been um you know we've we've played so many games away from shape it's of lately um you know probably more as far as starting a conference play I don't know if I've ever had so many road games I think out of our first nine games six of them are going to be on the road 
Um, and guy, you know, you have to be focused, not that you don't have to be focused at home, but, uh, you know, when you walk into hostile environments, you know, all you have is just your team that uh, you got to really rally around each other, support each other and play through mistakes. That's the biggest thing that can get you on the road is you make a couple mistakes and your team gets down. We've done a good job of just playing through mistakes, playing through adversity, just worrying about the next play. And, you know, guys have, uh, you know, seem to have gained a little bit of confidence through that. So, Hopefully it continues. You never know. It's game to game. Uh, you know, every game presents a different type challenge, depending on who you're playing, their style of play, their personnel. Uh, and Fordham is just that. They uh, they present a different challenge in how they defend uh, and things like that. So, you know, yeah, we better be focused. Yeah, just look at VCU. You know, they lost to St. Bonaventure yesterday at home, 61-58. You cannot uh, take any nights off in the A-10, not saying the VCU did, but everybody yeah. is capable of beating anybody, no doubt. So you have a half-game lead right now. You're the first-place team in the Atlantic 10. You've got Fordham and then VCU. Uh, you also have, and final thing here is I hosted your coach's show on Monday with Corey Tate, and it was so much fun. I mean, it's just two guys talking ball. We had a great time over at the Fieldhouse, and he said so many great things about you. One of them was that first year that you were together that you called him into your room and you said, you know, hey, I want to know, are you with me? You know, let's let's do this together. And, you know, we can do a lot of great things together, and the two of you have developed a friendship and a partnership here. I just thought maybe you could return the favor as to what Corey Tate uh, has meant to you and your program? Oh, gosh, I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> uh, you know, I do. I remember that meeting because, you know, uh, I, I thought the world of Corey, first of all, and I, I had been around him a ton in the past other than through recruiting and different things. But, you know, our short time at that time, we'd been together for, gosh, six, seven months, whatever it was. But I started to realize just uh, how, what a great mind he had for the game, the relationships he had with the players and the community and, uh, you know, in his loyalty. And, uh, and and I also started realizing how difficult this was going to be, you know, that, all right, we're, you know, this was a tough deal we took over. Uh, and it's going to take some time. It's going to take some longevity. It's going to take, you know, this thing's not going to happen overnight. And uh, just wanted to let him know how much I believed in him and uh, how much I appreciated uh, all he had done to that point. And, uh, you know, we just need to stick it out because, you know, that was a, first year or so was pretty tough uh, as far as in the win-loss column. And, uh, you know, and since then we've grown. Uh, it's not a working relationship. It's more like a family relationship. I, I tell our players all the time, if you want to learn how to build relationships and how to uh, enrich relationships, study Corey Tate. He just has a great relationships with people, uh, you know, whether it be uh, – you know, people in the community, whether it be players, whatever it may be, he's just uh, genuinely cares about relationships, um, and uh, he doesn't take it for granted, but has a great mind for the game uh, and somebody who is, uh, you know, I consider a brother. And uh, we've been, uh, you know, been through a lot in the last six and a half or so years and uh, couldn't couldn't want anybody else by my side like, uh, than, than him. He's just terrific. That's really well said. If people only knew, and they do now through through the radio and other ways, they learn how close these coaching staffs are and, and what how much they are like family. And they really are family. So that, that's well said. Uh, so you have Fordham on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. By the way, the women beat Fordham last night. I was there for that. That was 
awesome. Uh, they get the win uh, over Fordham, and we'll hear from Rebecca Tillett coming up in the next segment. Uh, I know you're pretty happy to see what's going on there. No, it's impressive, uh, really impressive uh, what uh, Rebecca's doing. Um, you know, first years are never easy. We just talked a little bit about it. Uh, and to beat a Fordham team, Fordham's been one of the better teams in our league over the last couple of years. Fordham is, you know, got a really, really good women's basketball program. Uh, and so that was a huge, huge win. You can see this team. I've seen it from out. You know, I'm here every day, but from the outside looking in, you can see them getting better every single day. And, uh, you know, they're definitely headed in the right direction. But an exciting big win yesterday against Fordham. Really big win. Yeah, it was fun. Good atmosphere, too. And I know you're going to have one on Friday night against VCU. You got some work until then, but that is uh, something. If it's not sold out now, I'm, I think it's going to get close. So I'd encourage people to grab a ticket for that Friday night against VCU, Travis Ford. Well, we uh, we hope so. Uh, it, you know, VCU's a really good basketball team. Uh, you know, we hope to sell it out. Great crowd. Be loud. Um, should be a, a fun and exciting game. Thank you for the time, as always. I appreciate this. Sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. Have a great rest of your day, and good luck uh, in the Bronx. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. See ya. Billikens coach Travis Ford at Chaffetz Arena is where they'll be here on a Friday night against VCU. It's where we are right now, live on the Billikens Coaches Show. The SLU women's team is on the floor practicing. Coach Rebecca Tillett and her crew celebrating a win on Saturday night over Fordham, 87-84, and now getting ready for a game Wednesday against George Washington at 11 o'clock in the morning. Friday, the Billiken men play VCU here. Chaffetz Arena, the place to be this week. The Billikens visit Fordham tomorrow, and we'll have that game for the men at 547 with tip-off shortly after 6 o'clock. When we come back, we'll have more on the SLU men's team, what they were able to accomplish rising to the top of the Atlantic 10, and we'll hear from Billiken player Javon Pickett, who had a terrific game in the last one at Davidson. Then we'll hear from Kyla McMakin, who dropped in 33 points for the Billiken women in a game against Fordham on Saturday, and live visit with Billiken's coach Rebecca Tillett on the show here in this 6 o'clock hour. Glad you're with us on the Billiken Radio Network. I'm Tom Ackerman, live at Chaffetz Arena. It's the Billiken's Coaches Show from Learfield. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to Chaffetz Arena, the Billiken Coaches Show, coming to you live courtside during the SLU women's basketball practice. They're getting ready for a game on Wednesday at home against George Washington. That game will get going at 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh, certainly they're getting geared up for 
a great matchup there. Uh, I said George Washington. George Mason is the opponent on Wednesday morning. George Mason at 11 a.m. Uh, looking forward to seeing the Billikens compete there as they won on Saturday here against Fordham, 87-84. We'll circle back to the women a little later in the show. Let's go back to what the men were able to accomplish on Friday against Davidson. A terrific win for Travis Ford and crew, a victory that they pulled off for the first time. They had not defeated Davidson on the road, but they got the job done there. Billikens opened up a two-game road swing, and Yuri Collins snared a double-double. He did it for the sixth time this season. He is the NCAA leader in assists. Posted his sixth double-double of the season, 12 points and 10 assists. He was perfect from the floor, 4 of 4. And, of course, he's involved in every play, including this one, on our flagship station, KMOX, and the Billikens Radio Network. Collins for Pickett. Wants the hard drive on the freshman. Back to the big down. Head fake. Up and under. Spins. Window. Yes! Actually, he just scooped it yes, in. Yes, that was Javante Pickettovich with the Euro step. It's been. <laughs> wow. Time out. Javon Pickett, he led the Billikens in scoring with 14 points on Friday night. Javante Perkins chipped in 13. Also scoring in double figures for the Billikens was Gibson Jimerson. He turned in 11 points. Collins and the Billikens with a great win at Belk Arena. First time they've done it in five tries. They win it 74-70. to 70. This was the final call. Now long running three, no good rebound picket, and that's the ball game. The Billikens win this one 74-70 and end the curse. I can say now, there's no such thing as a curse. What curse? What curse? Mm -hmm. The Billikens win at Davidson 74-70 in a hard-fought battle from the get-go, Earl. Whew. As I said, as Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. with the call there to Travis Ford earlier in this show, I don't care what Davidson's record is. They're now 10 and 11 overall, 3 and 6 in the league. That is a tough place to play. That place holds about 4,000, 4,500. It's loud. It's raucous. Student section yells things at you the entire game. They have a great tradition of winning there. They expect to win there. And the Billikens just took the life out of them. They came out hot in the first half. They hit their first eight shots from the floor. They hit their first four from three. That'll just drain a crowd and drain a team. Davidson, though, came back at them. They went on a 9-0 run, pulled to within one, then three consecutive buckets for Javon Pickett to give SLU an eight-point cushion. Then Davidson struck back. They scored 15 of the last 18 points in the first half, and they actually had a four-point lead at the break. To my point, Davidson was not going to give an inch to SLU on a Friday night at home. 62-62 with 6.56 to go. SLU scored the next three buckets, took a six-point lead, had made nine of ten shots at one point late in the second half. Davidson pulled it within two with a minute remaining, but SLU got a stop. Got on the ensuing possession with Davidson pressing. Pickett finding Collins with a half-court pass for an easy layup. And he puts it away. Collins does with a pair of free throws later. They win it by four. After the game, Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. with Javon Pickett. Some terrific defense, Javon Pickett. You weren't here for all the bad losses. I'm sure you heard about him. You broke the curse. Mm. Well, are you a wizard or something, breaking a curse like that? No, nah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> they said we needed this one, though. And so we came out here and we got it. It was a big win for us. You've come off the bench now, providing a lot of energy. What's been your mindset since coming off the bench? You've had some big ones, GW, now tonight. What's been your mindset since being kind of our sixth man now? Oh, uh, you know, just staying focused, just doing whatever the team needs, uh, you know, 
keeping a positive attitude, um, encouraging everybody, making sure that we still focus, uh, making sure that we go out there and continue to keep playing hard, uh, fight to get these wins, uh, you know, just making sure that our mentality stays the same. Well, you had a you had a little six-point riff of your own late in the second half, including one where I don't know if you had any bag, uh, any tricks left in your bag, up and under, drop step, leaner, fade away, head fake, and then you leaned away and flip it up off the glass. Amazing. Yeah, I kind of got that from one of my old teammates, Drew Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then those little runners. You had two runners in a row from about, what, 8, 10 feet out. Yeah. And uh, – you just uh, your confidence on those shots is is crazy. Appreciate, it. appreciate. It. Uh, some of so that's nice when yeah. the Davidson folks combine say good game. Yeah, we. So your con your confidence is uh, your confidence has got to be sky high right now. Yeah, you know, just uh, just trying to get back in the rhythm of things. Uh, you know, so continuing to stay in the gym, making sure that I uh, work on those type of shots. Um, you know. And then my teammates and coaches, uh, they installed a lot of trust in me, telling me to take those shots. So I just felt comfortable out there with, uh, you know, finishing around the best. I'll let you go, but one last thing. How do you feel physically? Uh, I'm getting there. Yeah? Uh, body banged up. So, you know, just trying to uh, continue to fight. Uh, no excuses. So just going out there and continue to uh, compete with my teammates. Yvonne Pickett, what a terrific game. Billikens get the win. You did a great job. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Great Enjoy. job, JT. Uh, great question there by Rammer about the health of Javon Pickett. He is banged up, and you got to get him as close to 100% as you can. He is an absolute warrior out there. I mean, this is a guy who's played at the highest level at the SEC. He has no fear. He's gone up against and has guarded the best players in that league, and he is exactly the player that you want in the postseason. If the Billikens can make a run through the A-10 tournament, it's going to be because of players like Javon Pickett. Now, keep in mind, this is human nature. I mean, Javon Pickett's former Missouri Tiger. His former team, Mizzou, is playing great right now. I mean, they just torched Iowa State, the 12th-ranked team in the country at home. And here he is at St. Louis University, and he is completely bought in. I mean, he is part of a program that is on a tear right now. They've won six in a row, and he is doing all that he can for this team right here, right now, taking St. Louis University to another level. I'm not sure they are where they are without Pickett. Uh, they have a lot of great players on this team. Collins obviously is the leader of this team uh, for what he does on the floor. They performed very well in that game without Collins to try to figure out how to facilitate offense without him. Then they have the smooth scorer in Javante Perkins. They have the up-and-coming smooth scorer in Sincere Parker. They got the bangers down in the post with uh, Francis Socorro, who got into some foul trouble in that Davidson game with Jake Forrester, who had, a, I thought, a nice game. Forrester uh, had eight rebounds in the game against Davidson. Terrence Hargrove, Jr., great role player. Gibson Jimerson can score from the outside and has really improved his defense. I mean, this is a team where depth is the story. The SLU men's team is about depth. I mean, you can't rest for a second against them. They're going to give you 40 solid minutes. I'm not sure you could say that about them early in the year. Travis Ward would be the first to tell you that. It's a different case now. I mean, this is an Atlantic 10 team that you're going to have to deal with, and they're going to play the game on Friday night here at Chaffetz Arena. If you haven't gotten your ticket, I'd do it now. I mean, I don't know how close they are to a sellout, but I'd grab a ticket. This place only holds 10,000. It is going to be rowdy on Friday night for a 6 o'clock tip against VCU. Make sure you're there. Uh, that game against VCU should be a lot of fun. I can't wait uh, to see what uh, the Billikens do there. 
We have much to come here on the Billiken Coaches Show. We are going to hear from Kyla McMakin, who dropped in 33 points against Fordham on a Saturday night. Her scoring touch is as hot as ever. She's had a 40-point game this year. She's eclipsed the 2,000-point mark for her career. We'll hear an interview with Kyla McMakin and then a visit with Rebecca Tillett, the head coach of the women's team, wrapping up practice right in front of us here at Chaffetz Arena on the campus of St. Louis University. I'm Tom Ackerman. You're listening to the Billiken Coaches Show from Learfield. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kennedy is there. She wants a screen. Martinez to McMakin. Left baseline jumper short. Fade away. Rebound Martinez. Kicks it out to McMakin. Puts up a layup. Good on the drive. Kyla McMakin drives to the left side. And Slew reclaims the lead. 73-71 with four and a half to go. That was the call from Saturday night. Slew beating Fordham 87-84. That bucket put Slew up by two. Kyla McMakin had 33 points. Brooke Flowers and Julia Martinez registered double-doubles. And Slew withstood Fordham's late challenge and posted a win in the A-10, 87-84. McMakin's fourth game of 30 or more points this season. She was 11 of 20 from the floor, 3 of 5 from beyond the arc. She equaled her season high of eight made free throws, went into the game shooting 86% from the free throw line. Brooke Flowers, 10 of 13 from the floor, 23 points on the heels of a career-high 24 at Davidson. She has found her scoring touch in the post. She grabbed 10 boards, five of them on the offensive glass, seventh double-double of the season for Brooke Flowers. And Martinez was four points away from a triple-double. There's never been one in SLU basketball, and she almost had one. Fifth double-double of the year. She had six points, 12 rebounds, and 13 assists. She also had five steals, and the Billikens won this game. Final score, 87-84. What a terrific victory after the game. I had a chance to visit with the 33-point explosion and now a 2,000-point scorer in her college career, Kyla McMakin. McMakin, who dropped in 33 today. Double zero had quite a game. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What a game. And, and I love, you got to love this. You get you got people waiting for autographs, so I don't want to <laughs> keep you very long. But uh, to put together a performance like that as a team, first and foremost, that had to be a team effort to beat a team like that. Oh, for sure. Um, we had to have a really positive mindset coming in. You know, we're underdogs going against top three in the A-10 conference. And so... We really had nothing to lose, and before huddle, you know, we talked about you never know when it's your last basketball game. So come out here, play, and don't leave with the I should have did this, should have did that. Give it all out in the court, and I think everyone did that. There's a lot going on out there. There's just a lot of great players on the floor, period. Uh, but you find a way to beat this team. Toughness is something that just has to be. I mean, it's it, you can it. There's effort and toughness beyond talent. And mm -hmm. one thing that you were uh, congratulated for with Coach Tillett right there, but we also saw it in the first half, was your defense. 
uh, how did you feel like you played defensively? Um, I'm really trying to work on not being a defensive weakness for this team. So it meant a lot to be able to make defensive plays for my teammates. And there's, you know, Julia, Ken, Brooke, they go out every day, you know, every game working very hard on defense. And I want to be able to rise up to their level and do the same thing. You lost Camry. Uh, Kennedy was in foul trouble early. Julia making things happen out there. A number of players. Try when that happens, when you lose your point guards, what do you have to do offensively? Um, just help, you know, we can't you know, shy back and let Julia do everything. We have to be options. We have to make sure that we can catch her pass. We're open for her. And just good composure from Julia. You know, you have, you know, Ken going down, Cam going down. It could have been, you know, too much pressure, but she handled it perfectly and was able to get 13 assists. And it's just, you know, to three turnovers, which is you really had to, she really had to rise. And she uh, proved that she could do it. You have found your scoring touch, not that you ever lost it, but you, you uh, lit it up today. And one last thing, before the game, you were honored as a 2,000-point scorer. Just reflecting back on your college career with so much more still to accomplish, what does that mean to you? Oh, it means everything. Um, not many people know, but I wasn't. Uh, Longwood was my only D1 offer. It was my only second offer that I ever got out of high school. So it means a lot to be able to uh, reach the success I have when before I wasn't even known, <laughs> like I wasn't even a known player. And just, I thank Tillett every day. Then, you know, she was my cannonball experience. After meeting her, all these amazing things have happened, and I wouldn't be here without her. So, Pretty fun to watch. Yeah. Congratulations on the win. That's a big one. Thank you. Think about that for a minute. Only Division One college offer that she had was from Longwood, and she let us in on that fact. Now here she is. One of the top scorers in college basketball. There are only a few. There are only 10 active players who have scored 2,000 points in their college career, and Kyla McMakin is one of them. She had a terrific game, 33 points in that game. She drew a foul. She sank two free throws to put SLU back in front with 18 seconds left after Fordham chipped it away and actually stole the ball and laid it in with 21 seconds to go. SLU inbound the ball after that tying bucket. McMakin drew the foul, hit two free throws. Slew was back in front with 18 seconds left on the ensuing possession. Fordham actually had two tries at a three to win the game, but missed both of them. And then McMakin, a free throw, accounted for the final score with 1.8 seconds left. Final 87-84, Slew over Fordham. Slew had a lead of 14 points at one point on a Brook Flowers jumper. That was in the second quarter. Fordham was tough, and they are one of the better teams in the Atlantic 10. They actually took the lead with 6.47 to go in the third quarter, their first lead of the game, 53-51, after being down by 11 at halftime. There were four lead changes and two ties the rest of the period, and the Rams ended up with this loss. Slew wins it. 87-84 at home against Fordham. Really fun to watch and actually shows the foundation of this program, what they're trying to accomplish. Toughness, speed, the ability to rotate the basketball and defend like crazy. And they were able to get the win against a really good team. That was only the third loss in conference play for Fordham. And for SLU, their third win in Atlantic 10 play is Rebecca Tillett continues to grow this program right before our eyes. The SLU men, again, they are traveling today. They are in New York. They'll be taking on Fordham in the Bronx tomorrow. Huge game for SLU without question. As one thing that we talked about with Travis Ford in that interview 
is you've got to be able to not overlook the fact that you have a huge game coming up uh, against Fordham because VCU here at Chaffetz is going to be unbelievable. And you can't look ahead to it. I know it's the old cliche in sports, the the looking ahead to the next game. You can't do it. You've got to be able to bear down on the road against a Fordham team that is much better than they have been in many years. And a, a, a team that's only lost a handful of games all year. Uh, this is going to be a huge game against Fordham. This is, you know, a game against uh, a team that is going to be on national TV. It's going to be on SNY in New York. It'll be on Valley Sports Midwest. It'll be on ESPN+. Plus. It's, of course, going to be on the radio here. But, you know, you can't let them think that they're in a, in a game at all. I mean, they're hot, too. They're on a four-game winning streak as the Billikens have won six in a row. Fordham 17-4 and four overall. Most wins by an A-10 team, and they're 5-3 and three in league play. We'll take a break. We'll come back here from Coach Rebecca Tillett next. It's the Billiken Coaches Show live from Chaffetz Arena from Learfield. Welcome back to Chaffetz Arena. Tom Ackerman with you. Billiken practice has wrapped up here. The women's practice at Chaffetz as they get ready for a game on Wednesday against George Mason at 11 o'clock. Keeping my voice down because... Uh, what they do right now at the end of practice is they gather as a group, the players, coaching staff, and what's really special for me is right now my basketball team is on the floor with them, the Ledoux Junior Rams, the sixth grade girls. This is a moment of gratitude. So they're going around the circle, and the players will talk about what they're grateful for, some of the things that are going through their mind right now. It's just a great way to wind down the day. You know, basketball practice is not only a physical uh, test, but it's also very much, this game is a mental game. It can really drain you mentally. It is a grind throughout the season. And what these women do after every practice is speak from a place of gratitude. As a matter of fact, after every game, Coach Tillett gathers her team after the final buzzer and after shaking hands with the opponent, and they will actually meet as a team in a smaller circle right in front of the bench and talk about what they just did and what they accomplished. And after every practice, the group gets together in a place of gratitude, and now here they are all gathering together and spending some time not only amongst themselves with my sixth-grade team, so pretty neat to see from my perspective here on the floor. The girls are pretty excited (laughs) to be out on the floor with the Billikens. We're going to hear from Coach Rebecca Tillett here in just a moment. Uh, the, again, this SLU women's team has a victory under its belt. They won it against Fordham, 87-84 on a Saturday night. And uh, Coach Tillett joins us now. we got a little chair for you all set up. Wanted to make sure what a neat thing that is. I was just explaining, and, and hi, Coach. Thank you very much. Yeah, for thank us. you so much. Tom. I was explaining to the listeners what uh, I just witnessed, not only – very special to see my team out there with your women, but what a grind of a basketball season is. It's not only a physical grind, but it's a mental grind. And after every practice, you gather and you have players volunteer a moment to express their gratitude or some of the things that they're thinking about. Yeah, I think it's so critical. And, you know, for women especially, finding your voice, right? Finding your voice, using it throughout your life. Um, and I think there's opportunities for leaders to speak up in those moments of what they want to be better for our team. There's opportunities to, you know, tie back to our core values. They just gave a great one over there, Mia. You know, obviously from St. Louis, thanking Brooke, who's also from St. Louis, for just the way that Brooke leads Mia as a freshman and and then a fifth-year senior. So I think those opportunities are really important for them to share their thoughts and, 
you know, keep elevating our program. Uh, it's really great, and thank you for having my team here. Uh, the G- Ledoux Junior Rams, we're 4-0. and We're very excited about the start of our season. We played a tough game yesterday against Oakville. If anyone from Oakville is listening, they got a great team down there. They played us tough, tough, tough. And the girls are very excited because one of our players is celebrating a birthday and they just uh, tomorrow, and her mom just showed up with cupcakes. So Hey, isn't that you, sports, right? <laughs> That's, That's the best part. They're teammates and cupcakes or snacks after the game, and thank you for bringing them and – we look forward to building connections with everybody in the community in St. Louis. It was so neat to see because I brought them in and they were, you know, bouncing up and down up in the hallway. But I said, you know, you got to be quiet when we walk in here because she's going to be addressing the team. And they were quiet the entire time and Ryan was watching them. They were soaked in. I did hand a couple of schedules out awesome. so they could see what was going on. The interesting thing about your practice, and I've attended a lot of practices, and I've seen this before, but I want to make mention of it, attention to detail. Every second. Every minute, every second is accounted for. You cover everything from scouting the opponent to what we're doing inside the program. Yeah, great point. Um, you know, I think that's a little bit from our teaching background, this staff. We've got a bunch of trained teachers on staff, so it's much like a lesson plan as a teacher makes. And I think, you know, we're when we have two days to prepare, right, you're preparing what is George Mason going to attack us with and how are we going to deal with that and what are our backup plans if our initial plan doesn't work and at the same time, how are we going to attack them? And then what are our backup plans to that? I think our women are really starting to take those next steps in elevating their ability to soak in a game plan and execute it at a high level. And that's been exciting for us to see and, and definitely happened against Fordham. It's a, absolutely a tremendous performance against Fordham. I mean, an 87-84 win, a coach is always going to find little things that you can do better, but you did a lot of things great. There's no doubt that the scoring was there, that you just overall found a way, don't allow that team to beat us on this floor. I think that's the best way to put it, Tom, and I think that was the lesson that our team needed to learn for themselves, right? Not prove to anybody else, but prove to ourselves that we can take a lead, lose it. Go build another lead. Take the lead, lose it again. Go build another lead. And I think that was really important for our women. And then just to stay the course all the way to the end and finish it uh, was important for us to figure out how to do together. Yeah, you did that. And uh, there's no doubt that moving forward, you can see the pieces coming together. You knew that it was going to be, you know, it always is a, a process. I'm not going to say how long it takes to, to get to where you want to be. But in terms of this year, did it meet your expectations when it came to seeing everything gel? You knew what you had. You had players coming in from Longwood. You had freshmen. You had experienced players who played for another coach. Did it come together the way you saw it? Great point. I think that question will be relevant again, you know, in a couple games and probably again at the end of the season. I think that I thought it would be a little quicker in terms of um, outcomes, but I don't think you can wish for outcomes, right? You have right. to put yourself out there. you got to risk it. You got to figure out which parts work together and, and how we continue to get better as a team. I think one of the huge things in any course of any season, <clears throat> whether you're a veteran group and a veteran staff or a brand new group together, it's which team, you know, you were just mentioning the grind of the season, which team's going to stay the course the whole time, yeah. right? And which teams at the end of the season, we talked about it today, at the end of the season, teams that are tired, they get beat. That's what happens in the tournament, um, you know, the, Conference tournament, NCAA tournament, teams that are tired, they're tired of working that hard, they're tired of playing together, maybe they're tired of their coaches, tired of teammates, can't be tired. you got to be renewed each day to go after each step in the journey. And I think, you know, this team, our goal together is let's keep building momentum. And 
what is our capability as a group if we literally build momentum all the way until the end? And I think they'll, our team will surprise themselves, you know, if we keep doing that and we keep growing each day and not being tired. I think they'll find that there's good things at the end of the journey. It's always uh, in a long season. Unfortunately, you have to deal with injuries. Camry Clegg uh, looked like, I don't, I'm not totally sure, and if you're able to disclose, it looked like an ankle, yeah. uh, right ankle. Yeah, you know, she's going to have to rehab a little bit. Um, we're glad that we're going to get her back at some point, but this is the time of the year that every team suffers some of these setbacks and then got to come together, regroup, and, and figure some things out together. But she's rehabbing already, already moving, so going to keep her going forward you sure have some quickness out there even without her with uh, kennedy calhoun and what she's able to do and julia martinez also running point for you unbelievable effort unbelievable effort on saturday yeah goodness but those two together like they they benefit so much from each other and and they're well aware of that and, and play off of each other julia's steel numbers are incredible she's on the verge of breaking records uh this year and some of that is due to having that tandem duo with Ken applying a bunch of ball pressure and, and Julia being so savvy with how to, you know, recover those steals. Um, and then just Julia plays with, you know, a level of basketball intelligence. You know, as you coach for a long time, there's players that'll pick up these little tiny nuggets you hide in a scout, right? I mean, you're not trying to hide them as a coach, but maybe your whole team doesn't catch them at the first look and she just anything we add to that scout like if we put it in there she knows and she's yeah. going to try to get it at some point in the game and that's really valuable and then when she does that she's teaching everybody else right look mm -hmm. at that look at that level of detail if i do that something good's going to happen for our team and, and she's she's a, becoming a pro at that i know coach loves that that's for <laughs> sure rebecca tillard with us we appreciate this very much thank you for the invitation to have us courtside during a closed practice very very uh, educational for the kids too so and for me I uh, appreciate it very much good luck against George Mason on a Wednesday thank you can't wait to wait to play in front of a packed arena this has been the Billiken Coaches Show from Learfield on the Billiken Sports Network from Learfield this has been the Billiken Coaches Show presented by Edward Jones. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Billiken Athletics. Life is a series of moments. Make the most of them with an Edward Jones financial advisor. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Billiken Sports Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.